The following is a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. Hollywood Redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live, breaking into... Featuring in-depth interviews with today's most influential entertainment figures, highlighting their tips, tricks, and techniques on breaking into the entertainment industry. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host of Black Hollywood Live, breaking into. Hello, and welcome to this special edition of Breaking Into on Black Hollywood Live. I'm your host, James Lodge Jr., and I'm a certified life coach. And one of my big mottos with certified life coaching and life in general is sharing knowledge, paying it forward, and lifting each other up. And this show, today's show especially, we'll be talking all about that. My guest today is the executive director of Wild Aid, which is having a gala tomorrow night here in Beverly Hills called An Evening in Africa to Benefit Wild Aid. Let's cut to a video first before we begin and introduce my guest. fastest man to beat a speeding bullet. Support conservation, and we can save our big cats. When we all come together, we can do anything. Wow, isn't that cool? That is so cool. And the guy who brought that video to me is here, Peter Knights. Hi, how are you? Welcome. Great to be be here. What an honor to have you here and the work that you're doing. It's lovely to be here. Thank you. So explain that video to us, that cool video. That was Maurice Green, who at the time was the fastest man in the world, just before the 2008 Beijing Olympics. Right. And uh, there's a funny story to that ad, because there was a real tiger there with Maurice. Oh, it really was? It really was. And first of all, we had the the camera dolly that they used in Seabiscuit. And oh, this camera dolly could not keep up with Maurice. He was too quick. What? <laughs> he, was, he was really giving it to, to do all that sprinting. But um, at the end of the day, he was really tired. And the tiger's there behind him. The, the tiger wrangler's like, well, everybody please put their children in the car and shut the windows. <laughs> and Maurice is standing there. And, you know, being an athlete, he doesn't normally have to deliver dialogue. He's got right. these lines to say. Right. And you can hear this tiger. He's standing in the front. The tiger's behind him. You can hear this tiger going, and if you get near a tiger or a lion, well, yeah. the thing that really sends a shiver down your spine is the depth of the sound they make. So Maurice yeah. was really nervous. And so okay. I went up to Maurice and said, Maurice, look, man, you just have to remember this. You don't have to run quicker than the tiger. You just have to run quicker than the crew. <laughs> and you know you can do that. Yeah. So yeah. he was fantastic. And that went out in the Beijing Olympics all over China. Um, wow. I was talking about endangered species. Wow. Yeah, because I've seen, uh, I saw one of your other videos. I'm going to make sure I have the, it was correct. It was Leonardo DiCaprio and Jackie Chan. Leo DiCaprio, Jackie Chan, Yao Ming, yes. Carmelo Anthony. We've used a whole load of different celebrities and stars. We've had a partnership with the NBA Cares. Wow. And our thing is trying to reach out to people that traditional National Geographic shows aren't reaching. Yeah. What we want to tell people is not, uh, we need your money for conservation. We need your hearts and minds and your support. And we need you to be aware that when you travel abroad, don't buy these products. You know, you might see some ivory. It might look quite looks cool. so pretty. And... But there's a story behind that yeah. ivory. And the sad story is right now, for example, 33,000 elephants a year are being killed for ivory. It's 96 a day. Oh my um, God. And as well as hurting the animals, it has a human impact too because, you know, an elephant in Africa is worth about a million dollars to 1.6 million. 
in tourism revenue to that country. And so it's supporting local communities, supporting education. Right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the poachers are stealing it. And all for some ivory trinkets. So, you know, we really want to just raise awareness with people that when you look at these products, be aware where it's coming from and the process that you're unleashing by buying them. And just just don't buy them. Yeah, because I believe that, you know, we're all connected. And so even things you think, you know, people you don't think you know... What you do does a, it's a ripple effect in it's the universe. A, it's a ripple effect, and there's the same with endangered animals. So people say, "Well, you know what? We're protecting a, a species now called the pangolin, which is a little anteater." Oh, okay. most people don't even know. It's yeah, you know what it was. Like, okay. Super cute. Okay, and they're being literally shipped in their <laughs> tons <laughs> to Asia, but really? they're, they're part oh, of the ecosystem. And if you remove them, it's like taking a brick out the wall. Oh, yeah, it starts to get wobbly, and then it crumbles. And we've already seen this in, in ocean ecosystems where fisheries have collapsed because oh, yeah. one fish has been overfished, and you take it out the food chain the whole thing reshuffles and often that can be really bad so it's it's one about these beautiful and amazing animals right of course it's also about the people who are are making a sustainable living from it Uh, and then it's also the impacts we're going to have on our entire environment yeah, especially in the, yeah, in the future. I mean, it's like just we get rid of fishery thing, we get rid of them, then it's like uh, our grandchildren, great-grandchildren. That's exactly it. We're stealing from the future is what we're doing. And, like um, okay. you know, what we've found is that, uh, you know, we've, we've made a huge impact, for example, on shark fin soup in China. Okay. Yao Ming led this amazing campaign and 50 to 70% reduction in consumption of wow, shark fin soup. Wow, great. And the Chinese government banned it from state banquets. And what we found is sometimes it's like the grandchildren were saying, in one thing, a shark fin seller had been persuaded by his grandchildren not to eat shark fin soup. And wow. he's the guy selling it. Yeah. Because they're like, this is our future. You're, right. you're, you're railroading. Right. Yeah. So now explain to folks at home who may not know, what is Wild Aid? Well, Wild Aid is an international conservation organization. And we're kind of unique because most conservation organizations focus on trying to do anti-poaching and protecting the animals in the wild. What we say is you'll never protect those animals in the wild while there's a strong demand from consumers. Makes sense. And so we have to impact the consumption side. And so we've managed to do this by that message you saw. We've hundreds of those messages with a whole host of stars, um, Olympic athletes, uh, movie stars, business leaders, um, Chinese, American, every nationality under the sun we've had uh, supporting this program. And then we've managed to get a tremendous amount of free advertising space in China. Oh, good. Last year, $197 million worth of free advertising space. Oh, my God. That's so great. It's been fantastic. And that's the Chinese government that supported us. So, you know, we think about public service messages mm-hmm. here in the States. We think 4 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> really <laughs> obscure, nobody's yes. watching. Right. In China, we're getting it prime time. You Ooh, know, you are. We wow. have huge billboards all over the airports in China with people like Prince William and David Beckham and all this. So it's really like a, a campaign, something like Nike or Coca-Cola yeah, yeah. run. And the whole thing is just to say, you know what? We all want to conserve these animals. Yeah. You know, nobody owns these animals. They belong to humanity and they belong to future generations. And we can't just extinguish that for a few bits of vanity, like an ivory trinket or a a case of tigers. They were using tiger bone as a medicine for rheumatism. Never scientifically proven to do anything. Oh, Um, oh my goodness. (laughs) But people have this idea, well, the tiger is strong. Therefore, I'm getting some of the strength of the tiger. So, you know, it's education. And, you know, we don't have time to educate through the children at school in 25 mm. years some of these species could be extinct way before that wow. but we can use the media 
and we can use uh, internet and things like that. It gives us That's access. That's why you're here. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. but, you know, it, it, we had one thing with Yao Ming, 165 million views in China. Wow. Because we partnered with Tencent, the big internet company. So the media has given us the access to do this and these 30-second messages, not great big long documentary. Right, no, right. 30 seconds. And then you can hear it again from somebody else. You know, you might not like Yao Ming. Right. You like Jackie Chan or right. someone else. So, so, you know, we've had a tremendous support from the, the breadth of uh, actors and people have supported us, but also the media space. So you found that it's not always uh, length of content. It's just content period. It could be 30 seconds, two minutes, one minute. It'd still be impactful. We work really hard, just as advertisers do, to get our message over in 30 seconds. And right. what the advertisers will tell you, which sometimes the scientists don't get, is that we act on our heart. We rationalize afterwards we with do. our mind. So you actually need to grab people's hearts, not persuade them intellectually. If you yeah. get their heart, they're then ready to listen to your intellectual argument. Mm -hmm. And so the, the, the key thing that advertisers have realized and we've tapped into is get that heart and then you get the time to make your case. And if you can bring in somebody who has the credibility of a Yao Ming or a Jackie Chan, then you've instantly got people interested and engaged. Mm -hmm. And the trouble with the environment is very often our story has to be a sad story. It's a bad story. It's a yeah, bad news story. It's not, it's not fun. It's not, you're not lighthearted. We try sometimes to do that a bit, but, so but, it, but we've got to engage people first. Right. And, and then, you know, I think, um, uh, and you've got to give people hope because, yeah. you know, so many of the stories seem hopeless. There's, you know, there's so, one, like, why bother? Like, why try? People give up. I think yeah. that's one of the things we've had on climate change. The people, that's such a big problem, people mm -hmm. give up. But you know what? If we start taking great Chinese proverb, every great journey starts with a single step. I totally agree with that. And every one of us can cumulatively have that effect. And so we've managed to see, you know, tremendous results on the shark fin campaign, for example. That's great. That's People one at a time giving up shark fin soup, and then collectively it has a huge impact. And we're really excited right now because uh, President Obama and President Xi of China good. about two weeks ago announced there'd be a ban on all ivory sales in both nations, and that's going to make good. a big, big impact. Very good. Wow. So you're executive director. Can you explain to people what your role is? Yes. Uh, you're a face of it all. Jack too. of jack of all trades. Um, <laughs> I originally I have an economics degree, bizarrely. Okay. Um, but you know, since then I've learned to be a film producer, a spokesperson, uh, yeah, was, fundraiser. Yeah, the bit you always have to do. <laughs> that the gala, hopefully, we're raising you know, maybe a million, couple of million dollars for yes. the course. Yes. And the nice thing about our organization is that we make that money go a long way. So last year our budget was five million but we got $197 million of the donated media. That's right. So we're actually Perfect. a $200 million organization. Like, like wow. Yeah. So we were able to leverage that a long, long way. So, um, you know, my, my role is all over the place. I travel all over the world. I meet with people all over the world. I'm doing a lot of work in Africa now because, you know, our work in Asia has been very successful, and people in Africa were saying, well, we need this kind of education here in Africa too because we have the animals and we're losing them and our politicians yeah. are sometimes corrupt and things and oh, yeah. well, <laughs> has been known. Yes, I been known. So we, we've been working with people like the Peter Nyong'o has oh, just yeah. done a, a yeah. first time back to Kenya. We took it to Amboseli to see the elephants and oh, had a wow. tremendously successful press conference to say, you know, we've got to stop the poaching because yeah. poaching is stealing from everyone in Kenya. You know, the tourism revenue is going, the, the schools supported. It's, it's theft, and yeah. we need to do something about it. And we need to keep the politicians focused um, on successfully stopping poaching. And we need to, you know, really create a, a, an African middle class that cares about right. wealth. 
Sure. Because, you know, with China there now, there's China. I think Africa is going to develop very, very quickly. Oh, it is. Okay. Our old concepts of like, oh, you know, 30 or 40 years. When you look at what's happened in China, it's been done in 10 years. That's true. They they are going really fast. It's gone crazy. They've gone from the basically, you know, being out in the fields to having the Internet age in 10 or 15 years. And so if you're not careful, you you lose an awful lot during that process. Mm -hmm. And Africa has some of the best wildlife on the planet now. Sure. And it's a fantastic resource, which is a sustainable resource, which people will be paying prepared to pay ever more to go and see that wonderful wildlife. So Africa needs to keep that wildlife. It's an yeah. asset for the people of Africa. Well, I agree. Um, now, you bring up your economics background. <laughs> so how does that work within your organization? Because you guys you have a little different than other yes. conservation organizations. Can you explain well, a little I bit? I think it's, it's the part of the thinking is that the traditional conservation – and, and there's an analogy here with frankly, drug trafficking. Oh, okay. Because sure. all the efforts on drug trafficking, or most of the effort, is going in to try and stop the supply. Right. Uh, interdiction, militarized mm-hmm. operations. And all Just you're cut really, it off. Well, all you're really doing is escalating the war. And what we're saying is don't do, defund the war. You know, don't, you, you can fight so much on the front line, but if people are prepared to pay a large amount of money, someone will find a way through the that's product. A, you know, that's true, right. And so you've got to reduce the demand. Now, the nice thing about um, wildlife is that it's not, wildlife consumption is not associated with poverty and despair and addiction. Right. Right. You know, it's about new wealth in many cases. Mm-hmm. So it's very much an education process. So, you know, if you can impact the demand, you make those enforcement efforts successful on the ground. If you can't, you're always fighting a losing battle. So that was really the economics thinking that got us into this approach. Wow. And we've seen, you know, great success from this. And, you know, when I started this 15 years ago, everyone wow. was like, you're, years ago, yeah. you're crazy. <laughs> you know? And, <laughs> seriously. I mean, it was like they were saying, well, you can't change China. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to change China. The Chinese are going to change China, China, right. But China is changing very, very rapidly. And all we're trying to do is being part of that change. And so now, you know, the situation is demand reduction, this concept. It's in President Obama's plan. It's in Prince William's plan. Mm -hmm. It's become very mainstream. People are recognizing it's got to be part of the solution. I love love your way of thinking because, I mean, I I apply it to other parts of my life that kind of thinking of just, you know, I'm not going to just try to cauterize the problem. I mean, it doesn't really solve the problem. Well, you do, uh, are you going to deal with the symptoms or are you going to treat the cause? Right, right. And the demand is the cause and we have to treat that. And I think at some point we're going to have to also look at that in regards to drugs because what yeah. we're doing right now is not working. Yeah, no, obviously, no. And, you know, we're spending trillions of dollars and they're saying, well, we tried, you know, education, but, you know, they put a million dollars into right. education. They put $25 trillion into enforcement. It doesn't make sense. No. It's got to be a mixed approach, and I think if we do that, we'll start to see a lot more progress. Let's talk about the gala a little bit, and we'll mm. go back into more of the business. Yeah. I want to talk more of the business, but yeah. the gala is tomorrow night, yeah. and so where are you guys holding it? It's in Beverly Hills. Montage, very posh. I know, great, a great never hotel. Never thought I'd be next to Rodeo <laughs> Drive, but you, you never know where you find yourself in life. <laughs> it's like so, save some animals, and you're, you're in Beverly Hills. Uh, well, and, and some of the people we've mixed with as well have been amazing. So yeah, yeah, we've got so, a great, uh, great bunch of people together tomorrow. And one of the auction items, for example, is dinner with the dead which is uh, Dinner with the Walking Dead cast, who have been some of our supporters. Oh, uh, hello. No, I'm just go. I love it. That sounds great. Uh, and then, then we have other auction items. There's some of the you know, trips to some of these amazing places we yeah. work and, and some of the things we do, the diving with manta rays, swimming with whale sharks. Sounds so much fun. Incredible experience for people to have. Um, and, you know, uh, we, we've got a bunch of our celebrity ambassadors there. We're honoring Maggie Q, who has love done her. a lot of work for us. She's lovely. She's great. Um, and we'll be talking about the work and what we've done and where we're going to go. And uh, we've got Ali Kiba, who is one of East Africa's top musicians, Good. who has been our main ambassador there. And we, it was great. We took him out to, to see elephants in, in Karangiri, oh, wow. in Tanzania. Oh, wow. Well, so many Africans have never seen elephants. 
Really? Never seen oh, him. Okay. No, they think that he's a big, horrible thing. They haven't been there. <laughs> he, 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 was, he was really scared the first time. He said, oh, my God, an elephant. And we had uh, a, a huge bull elephant came as close to you. Yeah. You are to me, away from us, right next to our vehicle, an open vehicle. Wow. And he was like, absolutely, wow. But after, I mean, it's an incredible experience. It really yeah. is a humbling experience. And now he, he, he loves it and he's totally calm. Because once you understand their behavior, yeah. you understand that, you know, as long as you're not pursuing them or annoying them, you can get really close. And they really are quite gentle. Um, you know, it's wonderful to see that transition. I think one of the yeah. things that's got to happen in Africa, we've got to get way more Africans out to their own national parks. That makes sense. That um, makes sense. Because, it, you know, it, it's an awe-inspiring when you see it. And we took a, a group of to go. religious oh leaders out there. I was talking to you earlier. Yes. You know, we had, we had yes. fundamentalist Muslims, evangelical Christians, wow. all in the same vehicle wow. coming out to see the wild. You get points for that. Well, and, anyway, I, we, I was joking. But I said, one of you's made a call to the big guy because <laughs> the elephants all came out with this amazing sunset, and it was just truly oh stunning. God. And they've been going out to preaching their communities, saying, "Don't do poaching; it's immoral. We shouldn't be doing yeah. it." And so that's been fantastic too. It's like the, it's like one of the one of the main things they actually can agree on. Absolutely agree on, and absolutely you know um, support because they get that it's you know this is it's God's creation that's being destroyed, and also this is a huge asset to help people mm-hmm. if we can keep it. Now, do you remember the first time you saw you went out there and saw the? the big animals and do you remember your first yeah, animal you I, saw no, I, that? I, I remember going to Africa for the first yeah. time and I, there's you know for people that haven't been to Africa I, I've worked in 40, so 45 countries around the world okay. and I have to tell you that Africa it's well, many African countries but there's it's a special place and it has a special feeling and it just feels it feels kind of primeval you know, when you see like a giraffe wandering along, yes, like, yeah, okay, yeah. oh, it's a giraffe, okay, sure. But it's just right. incredible. And you know, um, I'm not a particularly religious person, but it's to me, it's it moves me religiously to see yeah. those animals and in that situation. It's so peaceful and so tranquil, so relaxing just to sit there and watch. And it really is an amazing experience. Anyone that hasn't done it, I'd say put it on your bucket list. Well, it's on my, it's on my. Yeah, and it's not even that expensive these days. Right. It's got a lot, a lot right. more affordable, but. Um, it, it, it's absolutely magical. We have nothing like it here in the States. God, I'm sure we don't. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, yeah, because I feel like it's, I'm sure it's awe-inspiring. I'm, for, I'm mm-hmm. sure you feel the vibration. You feel that, that universal that, vibration. Well, you feel it there. To come, to come close to something that large God, I'm sure. right next to you. And knowing, also knowing what human beings have done to these animals. Yes. And that we're still in a situation where they'll come and they'll interact with you in a totally peaceful way. It's kind of humbling. Oh. So I'm, just, I'm so envious, but it's on my list. Absolutely. I have to follow you one of these days. Just there go with you go. over there. there you go. Uh, yes. Now, um, getting celebrities. Yeah, right. Because, I mean, I've worked in the business, and I book people, obviously, and stuff. Yeah. And it can always it can be a little daunting sometimes. <laughs> uh, you know, so, how, so what are some of you guys' approaches to mm-hmm. booking mm-hmm. and getting people to become ambassador? I mean, what's, what's some of that process? Well, we've been very, very lucky. Okay. Um, first of all, we have a cause which I think anyone can get behind. Yeah, right. Um, but when I started off, I asked my, my, my uh, Asian partner I was working at the time, who, you know, who would be the best person to lead this campaign? And she said, Jackie Chan. And sure enough, I mean, no, Jackie Chan is loved all over the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's completely. But he's an incredible guy. And I just wrote him a letter, literally wrote him a letter. I thought, I'll never hear that again, you know. Wow, I like that. Two days, I got a response. And I got a response back, and it said, Jackie's in Africa. Come and see him now. He's up for doing this. Oh, my God. (laughs) I had to scrape together my bank account to go to Africa. Wow. And I met with Jackie. We talked, and he's a lovely guy, and he's really into animals. And he said, then he said, oh, the one question I have with you, Peter, is how did you know I was here? It was supposed to be secret. I'm filming here. Nobody's supposed to know. And the day I got your letter, I was actually with elephants and rhinos. 
Divine said, intervention. Well, that's, I, I said, Jackie, this is fate. We're supposed yeah. to do this together. And he yeah. said, that's a good answer. And he's been working with us 15 years ever since. And wow. uh, okay. uh, once we had Jackie Chan, everyone else was like, all right, Jackie's in. It's a good cause. And so it gets easier because people know, you know, we've worked Leo DiCaprio and people yeah. like that, Prince William, David Beckham. Yeah. People know when you've been working with those people that, one, you're reliable. You know, you're not going to mm. let people down or embarrass people. Right. You, you're going to handle their brand properly, et cetera. So it's got a lot easier. But, you know, they're all very, very busy people. And one of the hardest yeah. things is scheduling. Yeah, well, I know that one. Yes. Yeah. So that's tough. And you have to be at the beck and call ready to jump at a moment's notice to go and do it. But we've been so lucky. We have over 100 Chinese celebrities. Um, you know, we have, uh, I think, probably about 50 or 60 people in the U.S. we've worked with, from Olympic yeah. athletes to, wow. to people like Richard Branson. And, um, you know, once you've got that reputation of, one, being able to handle people properly, but also, you know, we're sometimes reaching 150 million people in China. Wow. You know, what they do for us gets out there and yeah. has an impact. And so for an afternoon of someone's time, we can produce a lovely piece like that Maurice Greenpeace, but um, we can also get it out to a lot of people and see real change. And I think that's important to people. They're going to put their time into mm-hmm. something. They want it to have an impact. Exactly. They want to see kind of almost immediate results or yeah. results there, you know, soon thereafter. And most people approach them right. wanting to raise money. And we're not approaching them to raise money. We're approaching them to say we need to change people's attitudes. I like that. I, it's funny. That's really different in some organizations. You're saying basically we just want your brand and your face and your name. Yeah. Not just yeah. your – I mean, yeah, you can and, get money from and, but – And your commitment. You know, and, so, and so, you know, nobody we've worked with, we've never paid anyone to ever do anything with us. It's like you bring your commitment and your interest. Um, and what we'll do is we'll help leverage that to move things forward. Wow. Who was the most surprising person you got that you're just like, you got them? And you're like, wow, I'm so glad I got them. I, I wanted them, or they contacted us, or was anybody you like? The, you well, got? I think for me, um, I went, uh, I'm now an American, and I went back Yay, to, yeah, welcome went, to America. As long as Donald Trump doesn't get elected, <laughs> I have to rethink that one. Um, but uh, I, uh, I went back to England, and yeah. I had to—I actually had to present in front of Prince Charles and Prince William. Wow! And so that was kind of fun. And, Wait, uh, so did you present after you became an American? Yes. So I thought, oh, what now, a weird. Well, no. So now I've left. They want me back again. So <laughs> they wanted to get rid of me before, but um, we, we were there at the, at the, at the palace and, and presenting this thing. And afterwards, um, I had just a meet and greet with Prince William, and he came wow. up to me and he said, "He said, do you think it would be um, a good idea or useful if I?" did a message with with Yao Ming and maybe I could get David Beckham to come too and so oh, I had to I had to really <laughs> really consciously pause yes before I jumped on him and said yes yes, yes, right, yes. Right, right, um, yeah, right yes so I had to um, so I think it would be a really good idea <laughs> Um, cool, cool, calm, collected guy. Had to be really cool, calm, yes. collected. But he, he, he's a lovely guy, and he's he's very passionately into wildlife. Oh wow, good. And um, you know that campaign we did with with Beckham and Yao Ming, um, they showed it on Chinese television seventy two times in one day when Prince oh William was over there. Oh my god! And so, and we had giant billboards. We arrived in Beijing Airport, and there was a forty foot by thirty foot billboard oh of Beckham, god. yeah, saying "Don't buy ivory." Are you talking so, people who are like the biggest names in the world and the biggest brands? And and, and yes. you know you're trying to what you're trying to do is make these things non-aspirational. And so okay. we're doing the exact opposite of what advertisers are doing. So advertisers are using Beckham's image to make things aspirational to mm-hmm. probably you want to buy. We're using Beckham's image to say you do not want to buy this. You want to be cool like Beckham. Oh, you do not want to buy it, this. Got it. Got it. Okay. So it's yeah. kind of turning advertising on its head. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And are I mean when you look for when celebrities that have come to you look mm-hmm. for them. 
are there things that are there celebrities you would turn away at all for certain things in their brand? I always yeah. wonder about that because no, I mean, well, we you're do. trying to build their brand and your brand yeah. together. No, absolutely, they, they have to. I mean, from us, first of all, we want integrity. You know, we want people that are known to have integrity because we need integrity in our messaging and we need integrity yeah. from them. Um, and we always look for, for people that work well in China. And it's sometimes weird who, who does and doesn't work well in China. Well, you know, the film industry, some yeah. films are bigger overseas. Well, well, some films have never been seen in China. Right. So things you would think of, like, usually mainstream have never been seen in China. So that's another right. criteria we add. And then we really try and always – I try and always meet with people and just find out, why, why do you want to do this? And what's your interest? Oh, okay. And, got it. You know, because I want people to be sincere and I want people to also be informed. So I usually try and see if I can actually sit people down and talk to them a little bit and have a chat. Um, you know, for example, we, we've done a, just done a thing with the Walking Dead cast, and yeah. uh, we sat down with Andrew Lincoln, and you know, oh, and yeah, he, yeah. he grew up. He saw rhinos when he grew up, and he can remember oh, really? that. Oh, stuff. Wow. So you know, then you get the backstory of what their ingo- involvement and engagement is, and then you can write that into the scripts as well. And there you things go. Like that. So you know, we've been lucky enough that you know this is an issue that people can really get into, and the more they know, the more passionate they get about it. I mean, I'm, I'm like ready to join. I'm ready to join. I'm like <laughs> since talking to you before the show, and now I'm like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? What can I do? I'm well, like, and the thing you can do is spread the word spread Good. the message like, because you know um, the thing is is that a lot of people are going and buying these products without even realizing what they're doing a lot of these things although it's illegal to bring to the United States it could be openly on sale when you go to, to Africa or you uh-huh. go to Latin America Caribbean absolutely things yeah. like turtle shell you know which turtles all turtles marine turtles are endangered yeah. and their shell looks nothing like the turtle after it's been polished right. and things but right. these products are on sale and if you're in any doubt just don't buy it yeah, I own turtles, so I mean, I feel bad for the turtles. Yeah. <laughs> like going on my term, they need our help, and they're great animals. They are great. They live a long time. They're they great do. animals. Well, that's people buy them, and they, they don't realize that they're little red-eared slider. That's, that's like, what I have. All right, well, you could that's kept like that for 75 years. It's like Jurassic. It's going to outlast you. Oh, my God. They'll go to my grandkids. <laughs> yep. They can have that's them. But no, they are, they, they, seriously, they were red-eared slider, and they're, yep. and they're like this big right now. Yeah. The tank lift keeps getting bigger and exactly. bigger and bigger. I love them. You can't get rid of them. Oh, they're super cool. They're really cool. Um, do you have any, since you're here, do you have any dream celebrities you want to say out loud <laughs> that you would love to have on? Well, right now, we, we are with our campaign in Africa. You're really We're doing looking really well. for people who uh, will, will appeal to people in Africa. You okay. know, so um, nobody's specific. But, um, you know, when you look at it, you know, there's not many people that are pan-African. Right, it's true. In terms of celebrities um, and, and stars. I mean, there's a few soccer players and people like that. Some of them have not always got great backgrounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know that, yes. You know, Lupita, we're really looking to <laughs> yeah. hope that Lupita can be the sort of the Yao. Yao was for us in China, yeah. Yao and Jackie, that Lupita yeah. can take that role. She's very articulate. Um, and graceful know, and proceed very, you know. Smart. She yeah. gets it completely. And she can be a very good spokesperson. And we're looking for those kind of people, um, you know, and anybody that also plays well in China. And what's been great about China is, you know, we did this thing with David Beckham, Yao Ming, and Prince William. Now, if we just did Prince William and David Beckham, that's one thing. Yeah. It wouldn't work as well because yeah. it would be Westerners trying to tell Chinese what yes, to do. Exactly. But when we all do this together and we're all on the same team, and nobody's the bad guy. We're all the bad guys and we're all the good guys. It's all right. up to us how to do it. That's the real way we can do it and get people around the world together on this because it, we're all, we're all, we all will lose these things. We'll all miss these things. And I, you know, Prince Charles said it very well. I thought, you know, if we lose these animals, we actually lose part of humanity. It's not just about the environment. It's part of us. It's part of our culture. It's there. And there's no excuse in this day and age why we should let any of these animals go extinct. I completely agree with you on that. Speaking of things like that, on another level, uh, I'm a football fan. I'm a big NFL fan. My team's the Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers. Thanks. Um, 
your season of fair, long, fancy football team may be going strong, but you don't have to wait until pay, you know, the, the end of the, the whole season, which is like 16 weeks to get paid. Put your fantasy skills to test every week at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Uh, what happens is you get America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. Just you go there, you do a fantasy football, um, and basically you get to play there on there. And every week as you watch games... You play. You have these players and different plays. It's a, it's a lot of fun. You pick your players, you pile up points, and then you pay cash. That's it. You get some cash if you win. Um, so it's not like it's not really, you know, it's 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 different than actually watching football. But it's a lot of fun. I have a lot of friends who go who do this actually. Um, this is in fantasy as usual. It's called DraftKings. And it's really big. It's really big. So hurry to DraftKings.com. Use the promo Black. B-L-A-C-K, like Black Hollywood Live, black. And to play for free for a shot at $1 million, I could use that, And this week's Millionaire Maker event. So for this week, use the promo code BLACK, B-L-A-C-K, to win a, for a shot at winning a $1 million. Um, enter Buzz, B-U-Z-Z, like our sister and everybody after Buzz, for free entry now at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. So it's a little fun thing to do. It's all the serious stuff. It's also have some fun. And anyway, I like football. So do you like American football at all? Or you got to check out rugby. I don't like actually. You, you got to check out rugby. I was asked to play rugby. Rugby actually, yeah. there, rugby is there's it gets it's, played here. It and does. There's, there's teams and stuff. And I was actually asked uh, in San Francisco, and I was like, it looks a little rough to me. <laughs> you got. I'm a big guy, I mean, but no, I was no, like, but, but people think American football is this tough, tough sport. But no, you rugby. watch you watch the rugby games, and the World Cup's just been on. It's amazing games, and these guys go for 80 minutes, you know, 40 minutes a half, yeah. nonstop. You know, there's no all these timeouts and stuff for ad breaks and stuff. It's like, yeah. and they're not wearing any padding, any helmets, and it's intense. And I think people that enjoy American football would enjoy watching rugby. It's a pretty similar game yeah, in terms yeah. of what you're trying to do, but it's very fast and very flowing. And I think yeah. uh, a lot of people would enjoy watching. Yeah, you know, maybe one day in one of my lives I'll try it out because I, I find it very interesting. And yeah. I actually went to games and watched. You just need to be with somebody who can explain the rules to you. They're yeah. not that complicated, but it, it's um, it's a very intense game. And uh, you know, I think. Uh, it's got all the all the aggression and uh, action like. of, of uh, football, but it's great because uh, you know every player gets to do everything. It's not the specialized positions the uh, same way, so everybody okay. can get a chance to kick it or throw it, and it, it, it's a great game. Wow! Okay, so did you play rugby when you were growing up? I played until I broke my wrist. And then <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, enough yeah, is yeah, enough. Yeah, all right, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're done. You know, yeah. we're done. Um, so with with the actors coming in and doing stuff, have you had anyone? Um, That's a, this is the gotcha question. Isn't yeah, it? Just, just, on. One, just, just one. I can maybe scream. No, I'm not saying no names or anything like that, but just <laughs> have you had people where you, you brought them on or they came on and it just really didn't work out? We have one in China okay. who nobody will ever know. Good. Uh, but I'm not using them anyway, but it was they did a great ad, really cool ad, and then I got a note saying, um, Mr. X has been uh, arrested for soliciting a prostitute. Alrighty. And I'm like, okay, all right. And then I got another message saying, and it was a male prostitute. All righty. And then I got a note from his manager saying, actually, he's known this guy for 10 years. <laughs> why on earth did he admit to him being a prostitute? Because this guy's his buddy. Oh you know, and he may God. have looked after him, but it was, anyway, <laughs> that was a really, so we had to can that one, unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm hoping at some point the guy will get rehabilitated. Some people <laughs> were kind of just sympathetic to him because they thought he's been set up. And, yeah, yeah. You know, the reason why I bring that up is just that, because I'll go back to branding, because yeah. Wild 8 is a brand. Yes. 
and you wonder, and so you really work hard to protect that, right? Well, we do, and I think one of the things you have is, you know, is, is um, because we've got so many different people, mm-hmm. uh, we have a kind of insurance, and okay. our, our okay. real big leaders, Jackie Chan and Yao, are yeah. absolutely solid and amazing characters, and right? Amazing, and they're proving themselves obviously yeah, over the exactly years, yeah. over the years and stuff. So I think you know, there's always a chance that um, you know someone may go off the rails on something, but I think we've got enough of a, a brand beyond any one individual. Um, that we're we're kind of somewhat immunized to that. So we we've worked with so many different people, and so many of them are great people and great integrity, and, and really there that we've we've immunized ourselves a little bit against that. It's dangerous if you're doing one celebrity. I say, yeah. and that goes wrong. That yes. can be bad. Yeah. Um, what is one piece of advice that someone has given to you that has mm-hmm. served you well? Mm-hmm. Good question. Um, one piece of advice which I still go by. It sounds bizarre because the world we work in, but. If you don't care about who gets the credit, you can do anything. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So everybody is fighting over credit and name recognition. And we, when we started this campaign, we said, look, what's important is we want to get people in Asia feeling a sense of ownership of this. We're catalysts, but it's going to be okay. primarily driven by people in Asia. And so we told people, don't put our name on it. And they're like, what do you mean, don't put your name on it? You're, you're a charity. You want to get your name on it. And we're like, no, we want to get the message out. This isn't about us. It's about the message. Wow. And we did that for a while. And then people just said, you know, we, we've got to put your name on it. You guys got to have your name on it. You got to have it. You, did, you know, you need to have it. Like, okay, you insist, we will. But it got us established to the point where people were realizing we weren't in this to make money. Yeah, we right. weren't in this to promote ourselves. We were about the cause, and that got us a lot of our initial integrity behind. It. And I still maintain it today. You know, and sometimes that you know the, the, the conservation movement is competitive. Like oh, sure, yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of them out there. People right. are trying to grab claim, right. and it's like you know what? Do your work and get judged for it. And we're lucky enough that what we do is pretty high profile anyway. But it's been the quality of the work and the quality of people we work with that has enabled us to get where we have. And I think, um, you know, you will, you know, sometimes it's tough because we we worked for a long time and it was very, very hard to raise money. I'm sure, I'm sure. Very, very hard. And then suddenly you reach a tipping point and people know who you are and they get your thing Mm -hmm. uh, and suddenly things take off for you. And the key thing, I think, is is another person said to me, it's like, you know, sometimes it's just about sticking around for long enough. Yeah, that's what I was say, yeah. Maybe it is, is that? People in the music business say that. Oh, yeah, well, you oh know, yeah. If you stick around for long enough, you'll get found, you know, you've got <laughs> yes. talent, you'll get found eventually. It right. might seem like it's never going to come. It'll sometimes happen. So I think, you know, consistency is one thing. Yes. And then yes. not worrying so much about the credit, but worrying about doing a good job. Yeah. yeah, I believe in the whole staying in your lane, just keep going forward. At some point, you're going to reach something. Yeah. Yeah, People absolutely. are going to come, come at your crossroads. It's going to, it's going to if you've got a good idea and a good concept and you, you're pursuing it with dedication, you, you'll get discovered at some point. Wow, I love Hopefully that. Hopefully before you die. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, right. <laughs> Some artists that didn't manage Right, that. No, right, exactly, right, exactly. So that's, a, that's a really good point. Um, there, so how do we – so I could talk to you for like 100 hours, of course, and uh, we, have a, we have a time span here. Um, and thanks again for being so open and absolutely. educating us. What is what is one message you like to give to Americans, mm-hmm. to Black Americans, mm-hmm. Hispanic Americans, mm-hmm. white, just Americans in general yeah. about this? Well, you know, the, I think there's, there's there's two issues. There's only two environmental issues in the world, okay. and that's population and consumption. Okay, yeah, Every yeah. other issue is a factor of those two together. How funny, and, you're right. Yes. You know, so those are the two fundamentals. And we, we, we need to do something about population um, globally because, yeah. you know, there's going to be 10 million people in the world. There's just not enough resources for everybody. That's <sighs> right. going to be really tough. And, yeah. and, you know, it can go forward, but we're all going to have less and less to try and survive on. And the other thing is consumption. And, you know, here in the United States, we might not be the biggest consumers of endangered wildlife, but we are the biggest consumers of things like energy. 
And, you know, and climate change is something which is affecting us all. I mean, here in California, you know, we've seen this so so badly here with the yes we have oh my god my 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 garden is just like screaming at me yeah well i always thought you know that the the tragedy of climate change is it would most impact the poorest people in the world and therefore the ones actually using the energy wouldn't see it but we're seeing it it's real it's happening it's It's hugely happening we can all impact that in everything we do every day in our lifestyle choices in in the cars we drive in whether we we walk rather than driving here in LA it's tough to get around (laughs) nobody walks in LA well that's right (laughs) maybe a bicycle or electric car but you know every everything you buy you impact the world you know you only get to vote every four years yes. whatever, but you get to you get to vote with your dollar every day every day I like and, that and you know there's, there's things going on like palm oil for example I don't know if you know about palm oil yeah. but palm oil they're chopping down rainforest and basically wiping out orangutans to, for palm oil production palm oil's in almost everything but there are products you can get without it yeah. those things we can community have an impact and change the way the world is on that. You know, I'm, I'm so pleased that uh, President Obama today has rejected the, the, the yes. Keystone Pipeline. It doesn't make any sense. It's a road yeah. to nowhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, what he did with President Xi has been amazing, and I'm loving President Obama right now. Yeah. I think he's going out there, and he's, you know, yeah. we have we need the U.S. leadership to lead the world. President Xi and President Obama together can shape the way the world is in the future. And, you know, that's the way we need to do. So we need to be thinking about our lifestyles, what we do. You know, if you can eat less meat, that's definitely beneficial for the environment and your health. I have. Don't necessarily be a vegetarian. Just think about eating a little bit less meat. It's good for you and it's good for the planet. So there's a lot of stuff that people can do on a daily basis. And on the endangered species, it's really just be aware, especially if you travel abroad. You know, if you look at products and say, I'm not sure what that is. I've seen the weirdest stuff like armadillo really? guitars and things. And you're like, what? I was an animal once. <laughs> if you have oh any doubt, God. do not buy it. Yeah. Uh, and, and tell other people not to. And, uh, you know, that's where we spread the word and that's how we can, we can change things. Well, let's cut to that second video. We have another video for you guys at home. Let's see if we can cut to that one. That's a good point to do. This that is Carmelo. Oh, Carmelo, I, I know him and his. Listen up. These guys out there are killing you. And they're going to keep coming at you with everything they got. You got to pick up your defense. Get tougher, get faster, work together, or you're dead. Any questions? We can't teach defense to endangered animals, but we can defend them, support conservation, and we can stop the illegal wildlife trade. When we all come together, we can do anything. I like that. Classic misdirect, but um, yeah. yeah, no, and, and Carmelo was great, and uh, so we had a great relationship with NBA Cares. They've done ads, and oh, they run all the time in China. NBA is very popular in China. Yeah, we do, I know that. That's, that's what I do know, yes. Gone out, and uh, yeah. that's been re- re- really cool. And our, our relationship with Yao is very deep, and we did a documentary last year, Emmy-nominated documentary about uh, elephants and rhinos, and he actually came out to Africa and stood next to, we, we stood him next to, Sadly, five dead elephants in one day. That's just so sad. Five dead elephants in one day, and you know, and he was just devastated. You can't, you can't do that without being emotionally drained by right. the end of it. And uh, sure. that came over in the film. And, and I, you know, we wanted to convey from Chinese person's perspective what mm-hmm. it was like. And mm-hmm. it, it, he was phenomenal, and it, that went on Chinese TV, and we've seen fantastic results since then. Wow! So I asked my guests two questions. And the same two questions. And so the first one is, I believe that language is very important. Mm-hmm. We can talk ourselves out of stuff. Yeah. We can also affect change through language also. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things I want to ask is, what word do you think we should take out of our vocabulary? <laughs> well, you know, I think, I think there was a real mistake by calling what I call catastrophic climate change global okay. warming. 
because people think, you know, uh, oh, oh, it's snowing, therefore it's kind of global warming. <laughs> I mean, I think it was a real disservice that was okay. done there to people who have been relatively superficially on this. Um, you know, the, the point is, is that we're going to get more extreme weather. You know, and that's a result of the planet warming, but we may get colder or wetter. Right. We're just going to get more extremes. And I think that would have helped more people more quickly understand what we're doing to the planet. And if you, if you travel to China like I do, you know, or, or mm. right now in Indonesia, they're burning mm. all these peat forests. And, you know, oh, yeah, and yeah. It, it's, you know, a thousand miles away. Oh, they haven't seen the sun for a month. Oh, my God. And it feels like you're standing next to a, a bonfire. And it's actually a thousand miles away. When you see that, when you see China, you totally believe that human beings can change the climate of this planet. Okay. And so, you know, I think that's a, a, a misnomer, which is a sad misnomer, if we could change that and get back to you. And it's not even climate change. Climate change sounds kind of benevolent. Yeah, it does, It's yeah. catastrophic climate change. More droughts, more flooding, yeah. uh, you know, more of the worst effects of weather. And uh, it's costing us billions of dollars. And, and as I said, unfortunately, some of the poorest people in the world will suffer the most. Wow. Now, on the converse, yeah. what is a word we think you think we should put back into vocabularies? <laughs> wow, that's a typical one. <laughs> yeah, that's back a, into the vocabularies. Yes, the web. Uh, um, we well, don't... I would say uh, restraint on consumption. Can I use two words? No, you can use. Uh, I mean, we, we tend to be, uh, you know, in a planet that's more about consuming more and more and more, and we are what consume. And I think, as I said before, consumption is one of the two. Yeah, I totally problems. agree with you. you. say that, I totally and, agree. And it should be, my, my old French professor used to say a phrase, which I used to take, I'm only going to write a short essay, but he used to say uh, it's, the, it's the quality, not the quantity, and that we should be focused more on quality of life rather than quantity of consumption. Um, you know, and I think uh, once you, you take that, you, life can be happier. I agree. I totally <laughs> and, agree. And, uh, you know, we can also start to, to have a reasonable relationship with this planet we live on because yeah. there ain't another one out there. We may find one. Uh, it's yeah. a long way off. Yeah. I don't fancy Mars myself. <laughs> I read the Martian Chronicles by Ray yeah. Bradbury when I was a kid. Um, but, yeah, no. We're living on this gem. And, then, you know, we, we haven't discovered life anywhere else. And this is gem we're living on. And we are trashing it. I know. And we don't need to. Uh, and we'll, we'll stand on that. Yeah. Tell the folks in that camera where they can find out more about Wild Aid. Uh, if you visit www.wildaid.org, you can see a bunch of our messages, learn more about the organization, get involved. We'd love to have you as part of the team. And, of course, you follow us on the Breaking Into page. I'll be posting links and more and more items on this organization and probably on my personal page, too, James Lodge Jr., because I'm totally, I'm in, completely in. Fantastic. And thank you so much for coming, guys. Oh, great. A, Lovely a, to meet you. Complete pleasure. Um, we are on normally every Thursday at 5 p.m., and uh, so you can tune in then, of course, next week. I have another guest next week. But I want to thank Peter Knights for coming on. And please, follow us on Twitter. Follow me on, on Facebook. Uh, when you see us on YouTube or iTunes, rate us, like us, tell us what you think, continue the conversation. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next time. From producers Maria Menunos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.